Film Frontier! It was so beautiful. That was terrible. I that was awful. Not recommended to anyone. Save your money. When's the sequel? I like oh. the part where all the people die. <laughs> Made me cry twice. It's one of the best movies ever made. What did you just say? Best movie since Saving Private Ryan. What? No. <laughs> what did you <laughs> You like that? Film Frontier! Hey, you're listening to the Film Frontier. This is John Tilton. My name is Amy Martin. And I'm Luke Purdy. Alright, um, this is episode one. Um, we're basically a podcast that reviews movies and um, brings news from film and Hollywood and stuff like that. So uh, we're going to start with Cloverfield today. Cloverfield's a monster movie that has uh, taken place of the viral advertisements. Um, ever since the first trailer was released in front of Transformers, there's been lots of talk on the internet, sort of the same way Snakes on a Plane worked. Right. Um, <clears throat> and it's about... It, the cameraman is sort of the point of view of the whole story. The entire movie is shot as if um, you're looking through the camera lens. Right, it's very conscious of the camera being yeah. there. Like, they look at the camera and talk to the camera. It's like there's this amateur cameraman who's kind of walking around <laughs> filming stuff. So it follows these two guys, Rob and Hud, um, yeah. and two uh, girls, which uh, names don't really matter right. too much. But, um... <laughs> Yes, they do. Girls' names matter. What was their name? Yeah, I mean the characters. It, the characters Beth are so lame anyway. And but anyway, yeah, keep going with Marlena. the synopsis. So they're Ro Rob's going to Japan, yeah, and they're throwing a going away surprise party. And during the surprise party, there's a big earthquake-like shake in the entire apartment, and um, it turns out to be this monster who's terrorizing the city, much like Godzilla or King Kong would. Right, except you never really know where it comes from, right? Yeah, um, there's no background information. Right, it just kind of shows up, is attacking, dropping little uh, giant spider things yeah, that attack which, people. Which is because of the um, point of view of the story, is why we don't know which background I guess that's the, the reason monster. they did that, yeah, yeah, because it's just from some, some dudes, no military people. So, <laughs> anyway, and then we'll go on to the cast, I guess, Amy? Yes, okay. You got the cast? Take I care do. of the cast? Okay, well, first of all, this film was directed by Matt Reeves who also directed a film called The Paul Bear. It was written by Drew Goddard, who wrote some episodes of Lost and some episodes of Alias. Oh, and, and Buffy, Buffy the, the Vampire, Vampire Slayer. Slayer. Maybe Angel also? Not sure. Yeah. The cast included Lizzie Kaplan, Jessica Lucas, T.J. Miller, Michael Stahl-David, Mike Vogel, and Odette Yasmin. So, uh, what we thought about the film, I think it's pretty... Across the board, the right. same way we felt. We kind of reacted the same way. It was all the same reaction. Same with everybody in the whole theater, right. actually. Yeah. I mean, the coolest thing about it was the fact that we got in for free and we got in like four days early, which was cool yeah. for a couple that, college that was cool. students. It, it sort of made it a little, a little. Uh, a little it was an adventure. Right. Yeah. That was the adventure, really, of that night. Yeah, it, I think <laughs> going into the movie was more interesting than the movie itself. Right. Absolutely, I agree with that completely. <laughs> yeah. So, so what did you think of it, John? Um, I, th I thought this was one of the most awful movies I've seen um, probably ever. Um, it's, it really can't decide if it wants to be um, a movie or sort of this realistic documentary of uh, the, the events that are happening. And it really lies right in the center of that, and I think that's what hurts it on both sides of the field. 
Yeah. Um, but you can't do that. Yeah, because you have, for instance, you have the cameraman who's... Filming intimate things that a cameraman would never yeah, be filming. That right. you would, that no one, I don't care how much of a jerk you are, would be filming that <laughs> on, on their camera. For, for instance, someone like brother dies, right. and he goes up to... He goes up in his, how, how in his face. How do you feel about that? It, yeah, and it, it, it's very and, not believable at all. Yeah. When, they're, when the whole point of doing it like that is to make it more Right, believable. some people might make the argument that, um, you know, they did stuff like that to keep the plot going and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But if they're really trying to go for a realistic look, you know, doing it almost like a documentary or something like that, they can't do that because it's just not realistic and isn't believable and so nothing's scary. Right, and think about the lighting and the cinematography. Right. It, <laughs> they just don't tie together. You can't have... It, I don't know. Right, you have yeah, the camera, hard. like, shaking around... But then, like, there's this great lighting, all the explosions look perfect, and the camera never gets dust on it or anything like yeah. that. Yeah, it's just, or it just get blood, blood on it once, okay. but then yeah, I, but they the sort of take drafts. it aside and wipe it off, and, and all, all of a sudden, it, it would have been nice to see, like, a little cr some cracks in the, in, in, the f in the camera as it went on. And, I mean, you know, the, aside from all that, it's, you know, I mean, movies are always supposed to be about characters, you know, that's what makes movies interesting. I just felt like, you know, besides these characters being really boring, it was also kind of like... They were all, they just didn't really have any flaws. They were very Pretty. beautiful, kind of successful people who lived in the middle of New York and went to parties and stuff like that. And I would probably characterize them as tools. Yeah, it's good. Um, what would you say about the monster itself? Okay. Oh, the big monster that everybody yeah. was so a lot. Especially for. if you guys have been following up with the, uh, the hype around the movie and the, and the advertising, it's the advertising is all about not knowing what the monster is. Right. And you find out what it is within the first 20 minutes, maybe half hour of the film. Yeah, exactly. Right yeah. away. I mean, the way they advertised the film was like, within the film there was going to be all this like esoteric stuff that you were going to discover. You know, the hidden things that you were going to uh -huh. like find out about this monster and like his backstory you know like there's all these this big mystery that you're going to find out when you don't find out anything watching the movie you know <laughs> except for what it looks like and you get yeah. to see it a lot you get to see it a lot and it doesn't really look like it just looks computer animated and it's it, not original it doesn't it, it, yeah there's no there's nothing really spe there's nothing at all unique about the monster it's it, it is a generic monster it drops little that... velociraptors that chase people <laughs> so they can like shoot yeah. shotguns at them and stuff and what's and, and the monster is in like when they bite you you get like a, a disease and your head explodes or something like that. <laughs> and, it wasn't you know really that could have you could go further with that. Like, oh, maybe they could have made it a zombie effect, or maybe yeah. something could have been born out of them. Or but they spent about two minutes with that. And the ending, I mean, I don't even know where to go with that. It just kind of collapsed <laughs> on itself. Like, yeah. I mean, there's no redemptive value or themes or anything. I don't think they tried to communicate any themes. Mm -hmm. They didn't really care about that. It was just kind of for the novelty act. Well, so. how many times did we think that it was done? And yeah. hope yeah. it was done, and then was just felt like they kept it turned back on. Yeah, they just kept, like had a lot of footage and didn't know how to end it, and so they ended it. Yeah, they just didn't know where to end it, and so they just kind of kept going for a while, and then they were like, "All right, uh, try to throw this little clip of yeah. happy day." Or the nice movie day sort or of the movie yeah. defeats itself in that way because yeah. it's all about this one gimmick right. that can work on a sort of pitch pitching the idea purpose, but as far as making a full length movie on it. It gets old really fast, and it sort of makes itself not be able to resolve correctly, and it, and it ruins, it breaks a lot of things that are needed to have in right. a film to make it work. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I felt like, I mean, I also felt like, too, I mean, because they're trying to develop these characters, I mean, it would have been kind of creative if they would have switched to different people with different cameras and stuff like that, kind of do almost a documentary out of it, but instead they kind of just tried to stay with this one group of characters and sort of develop those characters, but... 
problem is the characters have nothing to develop through. They don't really learn anything. Yeah. And you never see their faces, really, because the camera's shaking so much, and you never get to know them. I just, I, I didn't think that worked, either. And and most of the sequences with them, I, I just felt flat out bored. Yeah. Like, the the whole first ten minutes is no monster stuff. It's just about, it's just sort of what was on the tape before it happened. Yeah. And it goes around sort of haphazardly with uh, different characters and trying to develop some of them, but never really succeeding in any sort of way. Right. Right, it's just all about a bunch of fake relationships that are going nowhere and it's ridiculous 100% ridiculous one thing that I know really affected me probably more than the other two was that the unsteadiness of the camera making it much like the worst home video I've ever seen made me very very sick to my stomach and I almost puked in the theater. I was actually, yeah, I was reading some comments from people online, and that wasn't just your case. Somebody said they threw up twice during the film I saw online. Right. And there's a lot of, uh, like, if you ever saw, like, the Bourne movies or United 93, which had shaky cameras but were done well, and it was paced well, so you had breaks in between where it wasn't always shaking around all the time. This movie just doesn't know where to yeah, stop. The I camera to take is just my eyes everywhere. It is just very unpleasant to watch. Um, I mean, the cameraman who's filming this is just terrible. Like, there's nobody yeah, who would film like exactly, that. Exactly, because... You know, he's just like, ah! Like, I, I understand that during the monster sequences, but just because it's some guy that's not a professional cinematographer that's right. supposed to be the guy filming it, doesn't mean he has to be awful at it. Crazy, like, shaky. Like, at the beginning, when you're just filming someone talking, you don't have to... It doesn't... It didn't have to be all over the place. Right. Yeah. I can understand it during the monster sequences, but... It, they played that a little bit too much. Definitely. Um, another, going off of that, I one of the things this movie felt like to me was just a big theme park ride, sort of. Yeah, I remember you saying It that. feels like you're going on a roller coaster around a theme park and sort of, yeah. see, like the Jurassic Park ride at Universal Studios or something like that, and seeing like these uh, this monster sort of off in the distance, and at the very end, it sort of comes oh. out in front of you, and yeah. it's like eats the camera and sort of it like literally does the that yes it, it does that <laughs> like that's not just like an example um and also i mean this isn't just us saying this because i mean this was at least the event we went to it was one of those sort of like kind of like a midnight showing it wasn't a midnight but one of those first time early sneak, preview. sneak previews where everyone's really excited for the movie and hyped and stuff like that but by the end of the movie the entire crowd was just quiet and bored and kind of felt it, sort of sick. There's a few really boos nauseous. out there. Yeah. <laughs> and a couple people booed, and there was a couple kind of fake claps like <laughs> like that, if you can feel that. Um, so, yeah, it just I can't recommend this movie at all. This is probably the worst movie I've ever seen in theaters. Right. And there are bad movies that you want to see just because they're bad. Right. But this is not one of them. Right. Yeah, this is just like, yeah, it's like a not entertaining movie. I, I laughed bad. a few... Yeah. I laughed you a few still times laugh, about yeah. how bad it was, uh, especially there's a lot of moments where you see the monster, you're like, uh, that would happen. Yeah, like, <laughs> sort of. yeah. It's, it'll, it's very predictable. Not not just every every element of this film, I thought was very predictable. Um, Definitely, it followed like it didn't just follow conventions. It followed an exact. I mean, it <laughs> the moments that you think are coming come like at the exact moment that you think they're going to happen. Like while the style of filming it was different and not for the better. The storyline, everything was just cut and paste. Wow, I've seen every single thing before. Right, I remember one reviewer calling this a reinvention of the genre, I think. It's just completely the opposite. It, yeah. 
Especially because I think you could shoot down that um, right away because everyone's like, oh, it's Godzilla meets Blair Witch, which is exactly what it is. Yeah. Although it's, I haven't seen Blair Witch, but it's definitely not anywhere near as entertaining as Godzilla is. And <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was another thing too that we talked about that it's almost like this is you can't even really think of this as a movie. You know, like I talked about, you know, uh, maybe uh, Spider-Man Three being bad or Pirates of the Caribbean being a poor film, but they're still films. They still feel like structured and well done. And this just I feels, would spend money on them. Right. And if you sat Once. there, you'd still get, you know, a marginal amount of entertainment, even if it's poor and you laugh at it. But a movie like this, it just it just isn't even a movie. It isn't even cinema, I didn't feel like, almost. It hurts. Yeah. It's really, really, really bad. That's what I have to say about that. So uh, that's what we got for you this week. Um, don't and, see Cloverfield. Yep, I would say really bad. Don't see it. Right. Wouldn't recommend it to uh, anyone. The other movie we were kind of, I guess we weren't really considering seeing it, but... Like, there was another movie there that was playing The Orphanage, yes, um, which so is what we're thinking about seeing maybe this weekend. So maybe we'll have a uh, review on that right. in the near future. Look for it. Okay, well, this has been, I guess, the first episode of Film Frontier. Um, so listen again sometime. My name is Luke Purdy. Amy Martin. And I'm John Tilton. Bye, Look guys. For it. <laughs>